Welcome to the third edition of Recycling, Morley Radio's very own forum for bike chat on all things cycling in London. Today is our first health issue, covering the many physical and mental benefits of getting out on your bike as often as possible. Later, I'll be talking to today's guest, John Cole, about recreational cycling and the sportive scene. But first, today's frequently asked question, which is, I don't feel fit enough to cycle to work. How should I start? Well, we hear this quite often. People are a little bit reluctant to get going. So the first thing to say is start gently and don't try to do too much too soon. As I mentioned before, ensure your bike is working properly and that you are happy with the helmet and kit that you've got and then start with some short distances. If there is a good place to lock your bike at your local train or tube station, then to perhaps start by riding there and only doing this two or three times a week. Like any exercise plan, you need to build up gradually. When you do feel ready to ride all the way to work, then consider having a practice run at a weekend when the roads might be quieter and you have no time pressure. And finally, you don't have to become a full-time, committed, two-wheeled road warrior right away. It's fine to be a fair-weather cyclist and just limit yourself to a couple of days a week in the summer term. However, I'm sure if you achieve this, then you will soon be hooked and come October, you'll be down to your local bike shop to get a waterproof top and some warm socks. So now a very warm welcome to our guest today, John Cole. Hello, John. Thank you, Peter. Lovely to be here. So for those listening who don't know John, John, please tell us a little bit about your role here at Morley College. So um, I am the head of management information services. Uh, We are one of the professional service teams. Um, The sort of things that we do are um, managing the processes for enrolment, um, how our students get onto our courses, uh, how we handle registers, um, producing quite a lot of management information, which is used to make decisions about what courses we run um, and uh, providing information that is uh, on the website. Thank you very much, John. Uh, So a really essential role and one that I think impacts on pretty much everyone's work here at Morley College. Um, John, how long have you been cycling in London? Um, I only started cycling in London um, when I started at Morley College, and that was uh, eight years ago. So uh, I I had done quite a bit of cycling before, but not actually as a a commute. Uh, My various other jobs that I've been really too close to where I was working or too far away, but this one was just a perfect distance. So here on Recycling, we're starting to gather quite a collection of bikes. I think at some point we'll probably have to put on the website some pictures of all the bikes that we've talked about. Um, Our first guest travels on a Brompton, a folding bike, and our next guest... Um, travelled on, on a, a lovely old steel road bike. Now, your bike's particularly interesting, I think. I've seen you locking it up okay. in our bike parks and it seems to be rather lacking in the gears department. Tell us a little bit about that. It is indeed. So I've got a, I've got a, a Trek um, single speed um, and it's a single speed, but it's not a fixed wheel. So it is, it is a free wheel. Um, so I've got a single speed. It literally um, can't, for those of you not too familiar with bikes, um, I can't change gear, but I don't have to worry about, too much about that. Um, I come from Greenwich, and my my journey is 10 kilometers into the college and um, the steepest hill I go over is uh, is going over Deptford Creek Bridge. 
I think it's still very worthy to be cycling with any one gear. And just to explain, uh, when John referred to a fixed gear bike, um, that is one which has got no freewheel. That's the little thing that goes click, click, click in your back wheel. And uh, so if you're riding a fixed gear bike, then if the back wheel's turning, then the pedals are turning as well. Have you ever tried that, John? I have, but only on only on the tracks. So I've been on the velodrome at the Olympic Park. Um, I recommend um, everyone gives that a try. Mm. Um, I did that for, for about a year um, and I started to move through the grades, but I, I need to come back to that at some point, I think. That's great. And uh, I understand you're quite a recreational cyclist as well. Tell us about some of the other activities you've taken part in apart from your cycle commuting. I'm still fairly fairly new to that, actually, but I, I did the... Um, uh, I jumped straight in, I suppose, at the deep end and I did the uh, the Ride London uh, 100 mile um, sportif um, about a year and a half ago. Um, and, uh, and last year I did the Ride London 46 mile event. And uh, what was nice about doing those? Uh, the 100 mile event, I mean, the main thing I, I really enjoyed is that it's closed roads. Um, so that, you know, there was no no worry about traffic. Um, obviously, you've got the uh, all of the other cyclists around you. You don't have to worry about stopping for traffic lights. Um, and uh, you get to see some lovely countryside. Fantastic. And uh, did you have to train very hard for that? Um, for the 100 miles, I did, has to be said, because uh, my commute, even though I do try to do that uh, five times a day, uh, that's only 10 kilometres, so six miles. So in, in total, I'm sort of, you know, stacking up 50, maybe 60 miles a week. Uh, this was 100 miles in one go. So uh, I did start to build up. Um, the longest ride I did in training was about 75 miles. I see. So uh, we've been asking everyone for their top tips for cycling in London. Perhaps for a change, we'll ask you for your top tips for anyone who's thinking about getting out on their bike at the weekend. And uh, what would you recommend as a place to start? Um, well, uh, I, I would certainly, um, similar to my commute, really, I would certainly recommend trying to find somewhere where you feel comfortable and safe cycling. So um, some of my initial routes, I try as much as possible to use um, some of the uh, some of the paths available. So around the Thames path is great if you're anywhere near there um, or use some of the uh, the quiet way routes just to get yourself a bit a bit more confident on some of the longer distances. And because um, one of the problems I have found, I don't know if you found this, Peter, but uh, on longer rides, uh, um, it's navigation can be an issue and you can quite easily get lost unless you've got uh, the relevant gear to be able to direct you back to where you should be going. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Although I must say Google Maps has helped enormously uh, with that. Um, so finally, uh, just tell us what you think is the best thing about cycling in London. Uh, the best thing for me um, uh, is really, um, I, I think it, we, we have talked about physical health, but I think it's mental health really for me. Uh, I find that it, it sets me sets me up um, right for the day. I feel I can arrive at work and feel uh, confident and, uh, and energised and uh, as happens sometimes, uh, you know, if I've had a tough day, um, and by the time I get home, it's all gone. Um, you know, you, you're focused on the ride and you can just uh, uh, free your mind. That's brilliant. John Cole, thank you very much. Thank you, Peter. So today I'm going to talk about the health benefits of cycling. The Cycling Weekly website lists 15 clear health benefits of cycling. Some will be obvious to most of us, but some might come as a bit of a surprise. So here are my top 10 from that list. The first one is cycling improves mental well-being. And as John Cole testified when he spoke to us earlier on today, it's a great way to clear your mind after a stressful day at work. Number two is that cycling can boost your brain power. A 2013 study found that during exercise, a cyclist's blood flow to the brain rose by 28% and up to 70% in specific areas. 
Not only that, but after exercise, in some areas blood flow remained up by 40% even after exercise. Improved blood flow is good because the red stuff delivers all sorts of goodies that keep us healthy. And the study concluded that we should cycle for 45 to 60 minutes four times a week. Thirdly, cycling promotes weight loss. And fourthly, at the same time, it helps to build muscle. A fifth reason for cycling from a health point of view is that you can enjoy those second breakfasts. Much of what I save by not buying tube tickets, I spend on the extra food I need to fuel my cycling. A far more enjoyable use of those funds. Number six will come as a bit of a surprise to many listeners. Cycling in London is better for your lung health. A study by the Healthy Air Campaign in King's College London and Camden Council saw air pollution detectors fitted to a driver, a bus user, a pedestrian and a cyclist using a busy route through central London. The results showed that the driver experienced five times higher pollution levels than the cyclist, as well as three and a half more than the walker and two and a half times more than the bus driver. So the cyclist very much won in this particular test. Add into that a Transport for London study that has shown that pollution in some underground stations is up to 30 times worse than what you'll find on the average London street, and you can see that, despite the perception of pollution when you're on your bike, cycling to work is still a better option for the health of your lungs. Number seven is that cycling regularly cuts your risk of heart disease and cancer. Incredibly, a University of Glasgow study has shown that regular cycling can cut your risk of developing heart disease or cancer by a half. Number eight, cycling like swimming is low impact, so you can get fit without putting too much stress on your joints. At number nine, cycling saves time. It is often the quickest option for travelling in London. And finally, all of this cycling is going to help you to sleep better. So finally this week... Uh, We're looking ahead in our Coming Up for London for Cyclists feature. And this week I'm looking all the way ahead to the summer. Following on from my chat with John Cole, now is a good time to put the Ride London weekend in your diary. This takes place over the weekend of the 3rd and 4th of August and includes events all over London for all levels of cyclists. So that really is a must for all of us. So until next time, this is me, Peter Collier, saying goodbye and keep those pedals turning.